I'm Navneet Mann, lawyer turned online entrepreneur. I help unfulfilled professionals start an online business that makes an impact so they can finally leave their draining careers and have ultimate freedom, control, and fulfillment in their lives. Using the power of self-discovery, subconscious science, and business strategy, I will help you transition out of your unfulfilling career and into a freedom-based business that you love. This is the Aligned Freedom Podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Aligned Freedom Podcast. Happy 2024. Four, I can't believe I'm saying that. We are 11 days into the new year as I'm recording this. It is January 11th, 1-11, and I thought it was the perfect time to finally release another podcast and really get back into the swing of things. As you guys know, I absolutely love being here and sharing my stories, my tools, my knowledge, my experiences with all of you and always get such amazing feedback. So in 2024, I am committing to being more consistent with the podcast and really using this as my medium to share more depth and the raw background stories and all the internal stuff that goes on with all of you. So if you're new here, welcome. My name is Nav. I am a lawyer turned professional online coach and I support folks who are feeling unfulfilled in their careers. I help them find that thing that lights their soul on fire. I help them get aligned and find fulfillment in their lives and do the thing that they really want to do. My mission is to help all of you connect with what really truly matters to you in order to create a life that is meaningful, impactful, and fulfilled. And I do that by helping you connect with your deeper self and Bring your voice out, bring out and share the things that really matter to you. And on that foot, I really wanted to kick off this year's podcast episodes um, with an important topic, which is trusting yourself and really learning how to listen to that voice within. Because the truth is you have all of the answers that you're seeking. You already know what is meant for you and where we tend to get lost and feel foggy is when we lose that connection with ourselves and stop trusting our inner voice. So the reason I'm bringing this episode first for this year is because my mantra for this year is to trust myself. It is to go inward and to listen to myself before I start listening to the external world. And the truth is I've spent my entire life listening to the external world. And if you've been here for any amount of time or follow me on any of my channels, then you know that I talk about this quite a bit about following societal norms and standards and how most of us have spent our lives doing that. And for many of us, that has led us into feeling unfulfilled and disconnected in our lives. And the truth is we get one shot at this life. 
right? Most of us. <laughs> we get one shot at it in this lifetime. So we might as well do what feels aligned and what lights us up. So my mantra for this year is to trust yourself, trust myself. And I wanted to bring this message to all of you and kind of share how this came to be and what my experience has been over the last, I'd say, three to six months and also give you some pointers and takeaways on how you can start to develop a deeper sense of trust within yourself and things that you can do practically in your everyday life to strengthen your self-trust and inner knowing. So let's kick things off. Thank you for being here. Um, And let's just jump in. (laughs) So if you listened to my last episode, which was Evolving Into Your Higher Self, which I released in December, I was talking about how 2023 had been quite a challenging year for me. 2023 was a year where I probably experienced some of my highest highs, specifically when it comes to my business, but also some of my lowest lows that I was not expecting. So this time last year, I had hit some income highs in my business and was tracking to replace my salary from my law firm, from my career in law um, with my business, which was obviously a huge milestone. And I did hit that a little later in the year. It was a huge milestone for me to do that because it really proved to myself that I made the right decision by choosing to walk away from my career in law, something that I felt was grossly misaligned with me. But there were a lot of layers to what I was experiencing last year. And 2023 ended up being a year where I had to shed many layers. And I really had to get real with myself and look at the identity and the life that I was building and question whether that was aligned with me. So I thought that I had done all of my shedding when I decided to leave law back in 2021, but nope, there was a lot more stuff that I needed to face and leave behind. So 2023 ended up being a year of big lessons, big challenges, and some grief in in letting go of parts of myself. With that, I decided that the direction my business was going in was not fully aligned with me and I no longer felt lit up doing the work that I was doing. Specifically at the time, I was helping um, people who were unfulfilled in their jobs start online coaching businesses. And although I love business and marketing and everything that comes along with it and actually have a background in education in that, It wasn't the thing that was lighting my soul on fire. What I loved the most was helping people up-level who they are, helping people connect deeper with their values and understand their purpose and really start to develop this identity of someone who they were always meant to be and to leave behind all of the conditioning that the world has given them over all these years, right? Even as I'm talking about it now, I'm getting all excited. So I just realized there was parts of what I was doing that were really just because I thought I had to. I thought a part of being this online personality and coach meant that I had to help people 
make money online and start a business and do all of the strategy work. But my heart and my soul was telling me, no, you need to help them with the inner work. You need to help them with the identity work, with releasing the fears and and gaining a deeper sense of self and confidence and self-awareness. So that's what I've been pivoting into um, over the last few months. But while I was in the thick of it, I'd say fall last year, it was so uncomfortable. I felt so lost and so confused for a very, very long time. And I described it as feeling foggy, like I was walking in a fog for several months and could not see my way out. I didn't know what direction to walk in in order to walk out of this fog or to have it lift and to get any clarity. And during that time, I was confiding in my friends, in my colleagues, like my online community um, of coaches. I was confiding in my partner. And what I was doing at the moment that I didn't realize was that I was looking for answers outside of myself. I was looking for somebody else to tell me what to do and for somebody else to give me some sort of direction that would allow me to walk out of this fog and would, you know, show me this light and basically tell me what to do next. And that's not really how it works. And I would like to believe that I was probably stuck in that fog for so long is because I kept looking outside of myself for answers instead of tuning in and really understanding what I needed. Because the truth is nobody can give you the answers. Nobody can tell you what direction to take in your life. At least not in a way that is going to satisfy you in the long term. People may be able to give you some sort of insights or some sort of advice. But ultimately, if what you're looking for is lifelong fulfillment, then you need to look within. So I spent several months feeling this fog and darkness. And when I say it was uncomfortable, it was uncomfortable. I did not recognize myself. I didn't want to see people or talk to people. I would avoid friends. I would keep to myself. I was in this place where I was constantly just seeking, seeking, seeking. Like I needed help, but I didn't know what kind of help I needed. And it turns out that when I started to ask myself the important questions and I started to tune into how I was feeling, that's when things started to get clear for me. So I'm not sure what happened when the clock struck 12 and the new year rolled around, but in that moment, I just decided that I was sick and tired of feeling sorry for myself. And I was tired of feeling lost. And I decided to choose to get clarity. And I decided that no one was going to be able to tell me what I needed except for me. So before looking outside of myself, I decided I would always first look inside of myself. And that can get really uncomfortable because we often will question, how do I know I've got the right answer? How do I know that this thing is going to work out? What if it doesn't? What if I don't know everything that I think that I know and I get it wrong? 
Well, so what? So what if you make a mistake? So what if you experience a challenge? At least it will be your mistake and not somebody else's. And honestly, I don't know why we're so afraid of mistakes and why we're so afraid of challenges as a society because the way I see it, every time we make a mistake or take a wrong turn, it really is just an indication that we're learning something. There was a lesson that we needed to learn and grow from. And now we course correct and recalibrate and get on our path. We don't need to be so afraid of getting things wrong. It actually will help you grow as a person to see the things that are not working in order for you to get clear on what is. And I would rather that those mistakes and course corrections come from me than me relying on somebody else and then going the wrong way and then possibly blaming them internally. I've done that. I've been in that place where I have invested in other people and I've tried to do things their way and it didn't work out for me or my business. And then I regretted those investments or felt uncomfortable. And it took a lot of processing for me to understand that I made the choices. I took action and it didn't work out and I was taking responsibility for that. But this isn't just about taking responsibility. This is about developing a deeper sense of trust and knowing within ourselves. And that's what I want to share with all of you today. So as I embark on this path to lean in and to trust myself, I invite you to do the same. Because something beautiful happens when we start to put our ideas and thoughts and decisions first. When we start to listen to our voice and give that the weight that it deserves before suffocating it and listening to others. And if you're like me and you have spent your life building a career right, getting an education and kind of following that traditional path, then you've already listened to other people in terms of what you're supposed to do. You've already done all of those things and followed somebody else's plans. And you're listening to this podcast today because that plan didn't work out for you. Listening to the outside world and these societal norms and rules, it didn't work out for you. It didn't give you that sense of fullness that you needed, that sense of completeness, that sense of fulfillment that you were looking for in life and something is missing and that's why you're here. So if following somebody else's path didn't work out for you, then why not follow your own? Then why not lean in and listen to what you need and try that for a change? And that's where trusting yourself comes in. So I want to share a few things that I'm doing that I know work really well when it comes to trusting yourself. In fact, today I had a friend ask me, like, how do you learn to trust yourself? It's important to trust yourself. I understand that. But how do you start to lean into your intuition and how do you know it's your intuition and not some intrusive thoughts that are coming through and trying to control you (laughs) and tell you what to do so 
That's a great question because you know what? We're never taught how to trust ourselves. We're always taught what to do and what not to do. The things that are going to hurt us and the things that we should avoid, but never for us to make our own decisions and not be afraid of failure. And if you fall down, you'll get back up and there's nothing wrong with that. So number one is how do you trust yourself? One reflection that I have experienced recently is that nobody has more experience being you than you. (laughs) No one in the world has ever been you before. And this is all of our first time in this life, right? Maybe we've had other lifetimes. That's a whole other conversation. But for the sake of argument, this is our first and only time being in this life. And we're all figuring it out. And everyone has their own set of experiences, their own perspectives, their own relationships, their own beliefs, their own feelings. They're all, everyone is going through life with their own filters. So me and you could experience the exact same scenario and walk away with completely different interpretations of it, different feelings of it, because we're looking at it from our own lens and through our own life's filters. And no one has walked in your shoes. So how can they tell you what to do and what is best for you? If you look at our education system and the way society has is built, it's very capitalistic, first of all. So it's all geared towards us um, keeping that system going. Again, a conversation for another day. But... It's built as a cookie cutter type of scenario in society. So you follow the rules, you go to school from starting from the age of five for most of us, and you start to learn that one plus two equals three, and you don't paint outside the lines, and there's a right way and a wrong way. And if you get things right, you get good grades. If you get things wrong, you get bad grades. And the whole purpose is to get good grades so you can eventually get a good job, so you can eventually buy a nice house, so you can eventually live a, you know, a nice life. And that's it. That's, that's all you need to do. So we're taught to follow the rules so we can achieve this ultimate level of success, right? Which is a high paying job with a lot of status and, and a lot of money. So we can have all of these nice things. But nowhere in that scenario are we taught how to trust ourselves and to listen to our intuition and to follow what feels aligned with us. We're never even asked to explore that. So most of us have no freaking idea what's aligned with us. Most of us have no idea what we really want and what matters to us. We're never asked those questions. We're never, we're never encouraged to ponder any of that. So what I want to remind you is that nobody is you. People are doing their best. They're following an arbitrary handbook. They're doing what they think is best. And it may be encouraging you to do the same or those they're role modeling themselves to encourage you or motivate you to do the same. But I would encourage you to do what feels right for you, for you to look at your life, your experiences, your feelings, your thoughts, your emotions, and to make an informed decision of what is next for you and trust that write your own handbook 
follow your own rules and do what feels good to you because the end of the day, you're the one who has to live with your decisions and the consequences of your life, not somebody else. So trust yourself because you know best. Okay. And then my next step for this, I guess, is well, how do you trust what, how do you know what to trust, right? What is it that I'm trusting? What is it that I'm listening to? And that is your intuition. That is the answers that are coming through to you. And those answers come when we quiet the mind. They come in silence. And if you allow yourself some time to do absolutely nothing, and to sit in silence and connect with yourself and have no expectations, you will start to notice the mind chatter will slow down and stop. And you will begin to actually tune into who you are. And this innate brilliance inside of you, which is connected to all that there is, whether you call it the universe, source, God, whatever you believe in, you're connected to that. But with your mind chatter, you can't get a good signal. (laughs) The signal gets faded. So we need to quiet our mind. We need to release all of the thoughts of the day and sit in silence. For some people, this is meditation. For some people, it might be breath work. For some people, it might even just be walking in nature. It could be so many things, but we need to stop the chatter. The way I see it, Your mind can only give you the answers that it has already been like pre-fed or conditioned for, right? It needs to already have experienced something in order to give you that data. So look, think of it like chat GPT. (laughs) It's been fed data and it scrubs all that data when you ask it a question and it tries to find the answer that it thinks is the best fit, that it thinks is right for you. But it doesn't know everything. Your mind cannot possibly, your brain cannot possibly know everything because it doesn't have that intuitive connection with with source and your higher self. And that's something that you learn. It's like a muscle. You learn how to strengthen over time. So only you know what is best for you and just trust that you will do what is in your greatest good, right? And you need to take action. We can't just sit there and like think about all these things forever and never take action. Part of trusting yourself means leaning in and doing the scary things. And if it doesn't work out, that's okay. But you're going to try anyways. So sitting in silence will help give you some clarity on the thing that you should try and how to move forward. So pose the question to yourself. If you've got something that you're grappling with or something you're unclear with or something that's feeling disconnected for you, sit in silence, allow your mind chatter to slow down and ask yourself the question of what you should do next and then do it. (laughs) You don't have to have a whole blueprint or a plan figured out. Just do one thing at a time and start to flex that muscle. One thing that um, I did in the beginning when I was starting to connect deeper with my intuition was, A, I would ask 
myself, like my body, like show me what a yes feels like. And you'll start to feel it within your body. Your mind, body, soul connection is incredibly strong. So if you are setting that intention and connecting with yourself deeper, just ask yourself, what does a yes feel like for me? For me, I get tingles like I get chills um, in my body and I know that that's a yes for me and anytime I feel that I'm like holy crap this is a hell yes I'm on the right path and then ask yourself what does a no feel like for me I feel a heaviness inside of myself when something is a no my body is telling me this is not right and we all have these types of signals we may not understand them or we've chosen to ignore them and suppress them so start to flex that muscle and understand what your body signals are and practice tuning into your body and just don't second guess it one thing you can do if you're just starting to lean into your intuition is just ask yourself like low consequence types of things um should i eat this or that today should i wear this or that Should I go straight or turn right and just see where your intuition leads you and how it guides you and what comes of it and just do it without judgment. And when you do these kind of low consequence things, then you start to build that muscle. And the more frequently you do it, the more you can start to see where it's taking you and strengthen that muscle. Okay. So knowing that you need to trust yourself, that nobody can do life better than you except for you. And number two is leaning into your intuition and strengthening your intuition and knowing that the answers will come to you through silence. Maybe silence and intuition are two different things, but we've just put them together. And then lastly, you can know what to do. You can fully trust yourself. But when it comes time to take action, you can still pump the brakes. And for most people, they don't hesitate because they don't know what to do. They hesitate because they're afraid to do the thing that they want to do. There's something inside of most of us that tells us, okay, this doesn't feel aligned. You should be doing X, Y, Z or starting to explore a different area would feel better for you, right? Even if it's not fully flushed out, but not doing it because you're afraid or you think that you might fail or people will judge you or it's going to be hard that is a whole other can of worms at that point I want you to start to acknowledge those fears that are coming up and really see them for what they are most of us will suppress our fears or we'll just tell ourselves I'm not ready I don't have this figured out I don't have a plan I'm not clear because it's so easy for us to stay in this space of analysis and continue to overthink and overanalyze something because logically we can justify that. Logically, we can justify needing to have the answers before taking action because that's how what we've learned in school and in our careers. You don't just jump in, you have to have your shit figured out and have things organized before you go and present something or before you go and take action. Um, But that's not necessarily how life always works. You don't have all the answers all the time. You don't have things fully flushed out and you sitting and just overanalyzing something doesn't make things more clear. In fact, it makes things even more confusing. 
So if you are in the over analysis or analysis paralysis, as I like to call it, then I want you to question what is really going on and get real with yourself. Ask yourself, what am I afraid of? What do I think will happen? What am I afraid will happen? Am I afraid I'm going to try this thing and people are going to see me do it and they're going to judge me? They're going to have opinions about me. Am I afraid I'm going to lean into it and it's not going to work out and I'm going to fail? Am I afraid that no one's going to want what I'm doing and it's just not going to be accepted and I'm going to look like a fool? What is the thing that's holding you back? Because for most of us, there are predominant fears that come up and they're, they're very justified. But that doesn't mean that you stop. Fear is not a stop sign. It's kind of a proceed with caution sign. So it's something that we acknowledge, we recognize that is happening, we become aware of, and we move forward anyways. You only need to go through that level of fear once. Once you're through it, it's gone. It's behind you and you're not afraid of something you've already done. There may be other fears that come up in the future, right, at a different level, but you are capable of handling scary things, of doing scary things. You have survived 100% of every scary thing you've ever done in your life, and you will survive this one too. And you need to ask yourself, am I willing to let this fear stop me from having the life that I want? Am I willing to literally stop pursuing my dreams and having a fulfilling life and doing meaningful work and making an impact and helping other people? Am I willing to stop all of that because I'm afraid it might not work out or I'm afraid I might be judged or I'm afraid that I'm going to fail? Is that worth it to you? And if you're somebody who says, yeah, I can't handle the fear, I'd rather stay small and keep my head down and keep doing work that I don't like because I'd rather not face fears, then I'm surprised you're here and listening to this podcast because that's not what we do here. We face our fears. We, we question the norms. We question our blocks. We decondition ourselves with all the decades of conditioning that you've already experienced. This is your opportunity to see whether that is in line with who you are. Once you discover what matters to you, it's your job to go and pursue that because there's something beautiful on the other side of this. You are meant to do great things. You're meant to shine. You're meant to share your voice and your message and to help other people and make an impact in this world. And if you're going to let your fear stop you, you're never going to be able to accomplish that. So that is, in a nutshell, what I wanted to share with all of you today when it comes to trusting yourself and the importance of seeking the answers within yourself, because you already know what to do at some level. So you need to be able to ask yourself those questions in silence, trust the answers, and move forward regardless of the fear. And I know that can be easier said than done. And if you're somebody who is practicing self-trust, or if that's your mantra for this year too, then please DM me on Instagram or on LinkedIn and connect with me. I want to hear all about what your goals are, what you're working on this year, and I can support you along the way. But I always love to hear what 
what everyone is challenging, how they're growing and what they want to do um, going forward. So I hope you found this episode um, insightful and helpful. It's something that has been on my heart for a while and I really wanted to share with all of you. And I hope you'll join me in 2024 on developing a deeper sense of self-trust. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate each and every one of you. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. I would love to reach more people who we can help and people who want to just shine brighter, break free of societal norms and do what lights them up. Thank you for being here. Enjoy the rest of your week and I'll see you next week on another episode of the Align Freedom Podcast. Bye.